Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. The big dog, the tribal chief, is uh, changing his deal in the WWE. A big move by the biggest star in professional wrestling that will possibly keep him in the WWE much longer. How comfortable will we be? And will we still acknowledge him the same way with this? Plus, we have big news about Cody Rhodes. He made a huge splash with WWE this year, coming over from All Elite Wrestling at WrestleMania. Now we have some sense of what his future is going to be, including an upcoming championship match that's going to happen in the next 24 hours. We'll tell you about it in the next few minutes. Plus, we have news about All Elite Wrestling. There are people in an AEW locker room that want to go to WWE or maybe not. Oh, you know we got that tribalism, baby. Some hot wrestling tribalism for you on a Monday. So much more. You share the link of your stink. It's a hot, jam-packed episode of Top Story from Sports Key to Wrestling. Hit the video, Jeremy. <laughs> Hold on. I wasn't ready. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out indeed. What's going on, everybody? We'll get Jose back up here in a second. Uh, so much to cover on an episode of this today. Uh, we, we just had something break here. We got a lot of technical stuff that's happening. Ladies <laughs> are going live. Yeah, I'm sitting uh, here looking at art. I'm looking at seeing if anything breaking, and I, I didn't realize Jose was on, uh, not on the controls here. I'm like, oh. Neither did I. Uh, we have a lot to get into. If you're with us for the first time, we got some breaking news that we'll give to you here in a few minutes. It is going to be very interesting. You're not going to want to go anywhere else for that. Uh, big stuff in the fallout of Backlash. If you haven't done it yet, watch our Backlash post show that is up now on Facebook and on our YouTube channel as well. You can also get it in your ears in the podcast feed available on Spotify and Apple. A lot to get into. I'll tell you about the cool thing I got to do this past week that just dropped today as well. So it's pretty sweet. A lot to get into here. Let's talk about Roman Reigns. This this news kind of broke in the last 24 hours. Oh, big, uh, big Papa Dave Meltzer is cracking the case on this one. Uh, Roman Reigns is now a part-time featured act, uh, almost uh, going to be near the range of what we're seeing with like maybe, uh, you know, superstars like a Brock Lesnar or uh, maybe even, you know, someone in uh, above that class, right? Does this mean he's not going to be the world champion, the universal champion? No, seems like that's still the case. That's not changing anytime soon. Uh, but a lot of this news being added by industry insiders who think this is really positioning WWE to keep him in the fold while also allowing him to do other outside projects, which is something he's been talking about more openly. In an interview this week, he even outright said, yeah, I want to do work in Hollywood. He did the he did the one film with his with his uncle, The Rock, for the Fast and the Furious franchise. He was in Hobbs and Shaw, and he's done some other. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I know so, I had issues. My my mouse just all of a sudden died right as right as you were doing the intro. I'm like I lost completely control of my mouse. So I apologize for the technical difficulties, guys. But we should be smooth from here on out. All right, diehards are with us. I want to hear from the new fans about this as well. Uh, but it looks like Roman Reigns' new deal. We don't know when this deal was signed, but the news of it kind of broke this weekend. And it allows him to have a lot less dates. This kind of adds and connects dots with the talk he gave to the fans 
on Saturday night in Trent, New Jersey on a live event. You know, we know them as house shows. And he basically alluded that that would be the last time you would see him at a place like this. You would see him in a place like Trent, New Jersey, a non-major market with a live event. You're not going to see a major televised event from there. Maybe not even a Raw or a pay-per-view from there. Uh, so that isn't the type of market where they would do that. No rip to the great people of Trent. All right. I don't want, I don't want everyone from TNET coming down the turnpike on me here. Uh, but so here's the case. What it looks like is Roman has a new deal. The specs of that deal, how long it is, what it is worth. It's not exactly clear, but it reorganizes his schedule. This means you'll see him on the road a lot less. He'll be a rarefied act. If he is on a live event, not a televised event, it's going to be in a major market. It's going to be in a Madison square garden. It's going to be overseas in a major arena or in a major city, probably sometime around Christmas, you know, when they do those big loops there too. Uh, so this is interesting here. Uh, what does this mean for the future of the, uh, the, the biggest star in the business right now? Well, it's not going to make any, it's not going to make any difference on television. It's just going to be house show dates. Uh, they, uh, uh, Meltzer indicated it and uh, reiterated that this is not a John Cena deal or a rock deal. Uh, he is still going to be full-time with uh on television he will just not appear at house shows going forward as much uh, he'll probably be on some of the bigger ones that you see the live mm -hmm. events at madison square garden and things like that uh but like you said like he just said he, he may not be in new jersey for a house show anytime soon yep uh you know this is the biggest star in the business and you got to make him happy and you want to keep him in the fold and you're gonna have him doing movies and other things so how do you balance that schedule and that commitment at some point, is he making movies while he's the champion? How long does that keep him out of, out of the picture? What is the demand of those roles? There's a lot of plates that he's going to be spinning here in the future as he goes into what he called it the next phase of his life and career. Um, not, he's also not an older guy. <laughs> you know, This is a guy who's in his mid-30s who's beaten mm -hmm. cancer twice. So maybe that uh, next phase of his career, as he's been such a successful champion, he's broken past the stink that people wanted to imply on him and has become this universally, uh, you know, praised villain in wrestling. Uh, and, you know, I heard a conversation today, tip of the capital, busted open, and Dave LaCarreca and Bully, uh, Bully Ray talking about how long can he sustain this? Can WWE keep this title on him? into wrestlemania next year that would be unfathomable in the modern era of how much content wwe is it's now a content machine that's its main revenue driver is making content that is advertised on um live events is very much a secondary business so back in the day if bruno sammartino could have the longest world title reign that we know in modern wrestling in the last few decades or recorded history uh, and and have a title for eight years i don't know if you can sustain something like that is are, are they going to yeah. keep him at the top of the card even if he's not the champion he's still the top of the act right yeah we already talked but, about it last night people are starting to get tired of it now <laughs> uh they were they they wanted an rk bro or what do you call it a, a mick rk mick bro or whatever the hell it was uh they wanted <laughs> they wanted that six man to win over the bloodline and uh we're it's starting to get john cena territory so people are starting to get tired of the, of the act it is and again, this this whole this whole run that Roman's having, it's all going to depend on how much uh, a tolerance that people will have for Roman. Right now, uh, until right now, until last night, people have been receptive of him. Now mm -hmm. it's going to get to a point on how much more they can tolerate him. Right? Yeah. So it, it's going to get to that point, and it'll it be it'll be interesting to see how fast uh, that comes. If it's going to be in the next few months, if it's going to last until next year. Um, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what what that you know what that's going to look like. But 
this is a this is a good thing for Roman. This is a good thing for longevity for him if they want to keep him. Um, from what we know from this report, there are long term plans for Roman, so he's not going to be going away anytime soon. And I love, I, I'm just chuckling and shaking my head uh, this entire weekend because when he did that announcement at the live event show, everybody just jumped in arms. Oh my God, W uh, Roman Reigns is leaving W. No, he's not leaving WWE, guys. So, uh, and and I saw a couple comments here about him taking a step back and being a part-timer or doing less light, less less house shows, calling him a paper champ. Guys, this guy's going on a two-year run. He is the undisputed WWE champion. Paper champ is the last thing I want to be calling Roman Reigns because he's yeah, definitely look, proven himself to be the most dominant champion in the last 10 years. Yeah, if you look at his matches this year, he's had uh he's had probably 10 to 15 times more live matches than televised matches this year. Yes. And yeah. also it's worth noting, I know everyone's saying there's uh WWE doesn't have this type of television audience that had at its peak in the attitude area. That's a completely different circumstance in scale. WWE has a, a very successful television product right now. They just made the most money they've ever made in three months. WrestleMania uh -oh. this year watched it. You know what I mean? Uh, and India alone, 56 million people. That's a third-party verified source saying 56 million people watched WrestleMania. And he was he was the headlining act of that. To say he's not riding high, that people don't want to see him toppled, it's the Mike Tyson theory. Mike Tyson at his peak, people were so attracted to the, the power of this villain that they want to see Buster someone Douglas topple had him. had one lucky punch, bro. Even yeah, Buster and Douglas that's what we're waiting punch. for. You know, we're waiting for who they can create that will be able to take him out here. Oh, you know, oh, you Rich Strike had a lucky punch too. There, the old eighty to one horse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have we have uh, Vatslea saying Tribal Chief absolutely deserves it. We have Ricky Castillo saying two moves. Roman is boring AF. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to see Randy Orton. They want to see someone step up. Here's the thing: you care, you care, you. Care about Roman mm -hmm. Reigns as the world champion. One you way or another. Care about who takes the title off him. We're all talking about it. I'm not working you. You've been worked by the WWE, and that's the point. <laughs> and well, I'll tell I'll tell you this. Point. You know, I've been saying this for so long. It, it, the just the entire storyline that's had many twists and turns throughout those two years has been the best storytelling WWE has done in a long time. They were heels, yet they were selling the most merch. Now they're heels, and you're finally starting to hate them. So now they're finally getting to the point. It just took two years to do it. And you can't turn a babyface. These aren't the type of these aren't babyface no. dudes. They were <laughs> no. they were contemplating the idea. Yeah, they, and uh, but they never pulled the trigger on it. Uh, we have other people, you know, uh, doing the Monday morning quarterback deal here on on WWE Backlash. If you haven't done it, go check out our post show. Juan saying they should have had RK Bro and Drew win that. That would have helped the story. I figured they would. I figured they would just set up Drew as a contender. Uh, otherwise, why put if they're going to lose? Why put Drew? Why start that feud so early? Yeah. Unless, unless the end game is hell in a cell, which is a month away. That's see, that would have made sense. I would, it would have made sense to have Drew yeah. go over last night and have kind of have him. That have was the only match I. Tall. That was the only match I got wrong in my predictions. Was that the six man? If they do a six man in a hell in a cell, that'd be pretty cool. No, you Roman even said it himself. Roman even said himself that he's probably done doing six mans. <laughs> he said that. Yeah, what is, what is the deal with that? Roman said he's above a six man tag now. Yep. <laughs> you, you protected it in a six-man tag. You, what, I'm not going to do matches. I'm not going to do real matches. I'm just going to show up and uh, whatever. 
You know, I get it. Whatever. He's uh, he's doing some really solid stuff. Now, some people are not feeling it. Drew McIntyre, not the guy. WWE has record profits, but crappy wrestling. All right. So I always know there's going to be people that stink and poo-poo on this, but he's the guy right now. Another guy that people think could be the top guy in WWE was the top guy in All Elite Wrestling for a period of time. And that is Cody Rhodes. He made the big splash, the big jump from All Elite Wrestling at the end of uh, 2021 into WWE yet again, where he, of course, uh, started his wrestling career. And it seems like he doesn't want to have another shot at Seth Rollins. I thought they had a great, great match. You and I, uh, I think all of us really enjoyed it. The follow-up here, uh, you know, even Jeremy saying it was better than the WrestleMania match. But mm-hmm. let's get into it. It seems like he doesn't want to have another round here with Seth Rollins and has his sights set on something else, including a championship match tonight on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, neither do I. I mean, he's beaten him twice. We don't need a third match on this. And and he agrees. He says uh, he, he uh, mentioned in an interview here. Um, I'm not sure where the interview was from. But anyways, uh, the interview, he said, uh, I think we can walk away from this one. Seth is an amazing superstar wrestler. I can't wait to see what he does next. But what he does now, good luck. I'm moving forward. I'm excited to see what that is. Maybe the WWE Universe can tell me what's next, or maybe the WWE Twitter account can tell us what's next, as they just announced about 15 minutes ago that it's going to be Cody Rhodes against Theory for the United States title uh, tonight on Raw, which makes me fear that Rollins is going to interfere and they're going to still have a third match, is my fear. but Because I, I, I don't think they're... I, I think it's too soon to take the title off of Theory. Jeremy, um, that's not a fear. That's not a prediction. Is that a spoiler? A spoiler. <laughs> a spoiler. Yeah, yeah I, I just don't think they're going to take the title off of Theory yet. And I, I don't know why you would put the U.S. title on Cody because, I mean, unless we're just swerving or we're not going to do the obvious and have him win money in the bank, which is fine. I mean, if you, if you swerve us and have a different money in the bank winner, I'm not going to complain about that. Um, but I just don't see Theory dropping that title right now um but hey you never know I, I just i'm just yeah I, I just think rollins probably gonna interfere and whine about the pulling of the tights and we're gonna never see this end well we, you know we talked about it last night hell in a cell this could be your hell in a cell match because we you know we don't know if there's gonna be a title match we uh you don't know we don't know uh what all yeah is this, gonna go on th- with roman this this smells like seth rollins interfering all day man just because for the simple fact that Cody got the pull of the tide, Seth Rollins is going to want retribution. This the whole thing is going to lead up to his Hell in a Cell match. Just saying, if it looks predictable, if it smells predictable, it's probably because it yeah. Is. And if you're holding Roman and Drew off for some ungodly reason until Clash at the Castle, uh, that's that's a title match that ain't going to be in Hell in a Cell. So now you got to have a men's match that is in Hell in a Cell. Got to have personal issues. You yep. get in that cage, you got to have personal issues, man. That's all I'm saying. We'll see what we get here in Chicago on June 5th. Let's jump over to uh, what is also going on reportedly in locker rooms. This has been the big talk. It is something I've heard from people in the independent wrestling uh, world and obviously something we've already seen happen. We just talked about Cody Rhodes making the jump from AEW back to WWE, but it doesn't look like he's alone. Uh, as there's been reported more news coming out of the Wrestling Observer of the weekend, a uh, big old tip of the cap to big old Papa Dave Meltzer, all right, Papa about Dave, this Papa one, Dave. saying that there is talent in all elite wrestling that are making, quote-unquote, main roster money. References to money, the type of money they would make in WWE, but is the grass greener on the other side? Could they go to WWE, be on a bigger platform, make additional money outside of a downside guarantee with a larger merchandise type of setup? All those different accoutrements that you can get with the WWE that they can't get in AEW, and do they want to do it, and is it going to happen in 2024? 
Now, that is the issue here. 2024 is the big year. Why are we talking so far ahead? Because that is when AEW is supposed to get a possible new TV deal. That would expand the money they have, and more of that money would come down to the talent. So there's talent within AEW saying, don't do that. Don't leave. Stay here. So you have Dave Meltzer saying within the AEW locker room, there are people telling other people, don't go anywhere. Stay here. You're going to want to stay here when you know the big payout comes in 2024. Uh, but then you have guys like MGF being open in interviews that in 2024 I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the bidding war. The bidding war is gonna be over me. And there's gonna be other talent just like him who are gonna have deals come up. Then we do we do know that there's some talent that have their deals coming up here in the spring. We just saw Stu Grayson of the Dark Order not come to terms with all Elite wrestling last week. You know we saw a Joey Janela publicly say I'm leaving the company. Uh, there will be some deals that just expire as that seems to be AEW's. Uh, kind of mo is we don't want to be associated with releases like WWE is. We want to avoid that. So that is the take right now uh, from Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer, and that there's more AEW talent looking at the idea of leaving, and other ones trying to tell them no, 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 stick with the pirate ship here. Yeah, and I think and it's like, about to happen. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, Jeremy. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say what Dave said in that what Dave said on his show. He's like yeah. a lot of those guys would not succeed WWE. So you're basically going over there for a paycheck, which is not a bad idea. That's well, why I mean, that's just Dave's perspective. But, but that's <laughs> you why, know what I mean? like like that's that's telling people yeah, you can't but, make it in the no, WWE. Well, yeah, but uh, at the same time, he's also saying that that uh, those wrestlers have friends telling them to stick it out in AEW because you might get that money. Mm-hmm. You, you might get that money on this next go around anyways and stay by staying put. And so that that's kind of the, the gist of it is wait and see instead of jumping ship right away. Um, yeah. So and and obviously, I mean, we've already seen reports uh, from Sean Ross Sapp and everything of what WWE wants. And it's not that uh, typical indie star anymore. It's they want to build their own. They'll pull in a name brand guy like an MJF here and there. But your average run of the mill mid card guy at AEW is not going to do shit in WWE, and that's I the don't facts. know if it's the case because, and I'm, I'm not being the pro WWE guy here, but I mean, you look at Roxy; she got picked up, and she was with Ring of Honor. You know, there's a handful of other yeah, but again, that, that's that's in their prototype though. She's but, what but it is yeah. twenty, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah, it, but there's it, it some, there's but there's young guys that are wrestling on AEW Dark right now. WWE's looking at them, you know, that are like sitting there trying to get a deal with AEW. Well, WWE is going to see you. I mean, what's the difference? You work in AEW Dark. You're not I making mean, that much more money. You know what I, I mean? It's, it's a WWE's more focused. I don't mean this in like a pro WWE way. No, it's w- a pro w- wrestlers market right WWE's now. WWE is more focused on building their own stars through the nil program yeah. as opposed to pulling people from AEW that are mid-carters, yes. that are little guy, littler guys. They want bigger guys. Vince has always wanted that anyways. Mm-hmm. But they the mid-card littler guy in AEW is not what they want. And they've already... Basically, there's been many reports from reputable sources that approve that. They want to build their own guys through the NIL program, not pull guys from independence or other promotions. But you wouldn't put it past them if they could. I mean, they, no, they could get somebody they, they want, they could. right? Absolutely, absolutely. If they and are going to get someone. Vice versa. Yes, you know, yes. Yeah. If they do but, that, okay, if if they, they, when if they, they do that, when they do that, they're going to they're, they're gonna get someone big of value. They're not just going to pull any yeah. AEW yeah. name that they wh- want. They're going to pull someone with value like a Cody Rhodes. What? I bet you right now with this push that Wardlow's getting in a year or two, <laughs> WWE's going to have their eye firmly oh, yeah. put on Wardlow because yep. – Wardlow fits the WWE demographic. Yeah, but at the same time, if, if they want to pluck these, uh, you know, these mid card uh, lighter guys, why the hell did they let go Blake Christian, who's one of the best wrestlers in the planet, and they just cut him 
you know so it, that just basically proved my point when they cut guys like blake christian and as uh, ricky said in the chat cody was a mid carder but yeah that was because of kayfabe because he couldn't challenge for the world title because he lost exactly. to mjf so he had but that there's, stipulation there's names right. here there's names here that we've all talked about i just dropped a video and, and jeremy you saw the script before it even went up and then it's, it's up on our channel wrestle binge okay wrestle binge is our side countdown channel go seek it out it is the top five aew names they could jump to wwe we we kind of go through all this in a little bit more detailed presentation mjf is number one if you're mjf you're in a very good position if you stay healthy and you stay hot and you're as creative and as talented as you are, that you could be in a good position here. Let's talk about AEW's television future here. As more is coming together, we covered this story a little bit more, and we've got more detail from it. This was on the Strictly Business podcast, uh, hosted by Eric Bischoff and John Alba on the Ad-Free Shows Network. Uh, they are talking to Michael Pandit, who is one of the executives with NBC Universal, that is the TV partner of WWE. And he openly talked about uh, what they need and what they want. Uh, and now there is some uh, talk that Warner executives want some type of all elite wrestling streaming deal. What is the de detail here from Panda from what he's saying and what other people on the other side with Warner, which is AEW's television partner, are saying? Yeah, basically uh, what Panda is saying is your young demographic here, 18 to 25, is basically been born and raised now on streaming platforms and so that's how they consume their uh consume their media and so that's why it's very important for uh aew to, to get some sort of streaming deal whether it be hbo max mm -hmm. which is which is the natural progression with it being under warner media or uh, or something else which is uh you know uh who knows you know it, it, in the game of streaming anything can really happen uh mm -hmm. somebody could swoop in but you know, thankfully, with HBO Max pulling in uh, a, a live content coming soon, uh, that that kind of really opens the door for AEW, and uh, you know, and that's what is really how everybody consumes things nowadays. It's not cable anymore; uh, it, it's through streaming platforms. Yeah, and I think uh, that uh, in due time, we've been speaking about this for six months, close to a year now, about you know when is aew going to be on hbo max and now that we do have the news of the of the live soccer coming to to hbo max it's just a matter of time and i mean if you have nbc universal executives saying that the best thing for aew is to be on some type of a streaming platform you need to listen to them because i i don't even my parents they cut the cord like my parents are in their 60s and yeah. they they cut the cord they just have internet and they just stream everything on Hulu. So that's where everyone's going now. AW needs to get on that ship because it, it, it's just going to get more congested. I mean, we've seen what this streaming platforms, uh, the, all the ones that we have now. I mean, it was just Netflix and Hulu just for a little bit. And now it's just now we have like 20 different platforms. So, uh, yeah, AW needs to get on that on that sooner rather than later. What you think, Kevin? Uh, you know, I work in the media world. I talk to people in this world who sell advertising for it all the time. The numbers for AEW are very impressive. It's very lucrative if you work in ad sales. Uh, and it's said if, if the salespeople like you, they love you. All right. Now, here's the difference. When you go into a premium streaming service, you're doing a different type of sell. You're really selling to people that are just going to pay for the premium, right? And wrestling is already set up for that model. If you keep it on free television that is accessible to people a little bit more through cable or through broadcast, like WWE has, they have a network television partner and they have a they have a cable partner as well. 
Uh, you know, AEW is in that same position where they're, they got a good partner. They have a good setup here, but there's a shakeup with that partner. It was, the, you know, Discovery coming in and buying Warner. We don't really know how that's going to affect them long term. Everything they have was set up with the previous ownership. Is Discovery going to be pro pro wrestling? Are they going to be pro AEW even? So, I mean, we we kind of see some of it and it seems like they do. Uh, but are they as pro AEW as we would want them to be as hardcore fans? Does that include them being on HBO Max? Talking to people I know who sell millions of dollars in advertising. This is something I brought up recently, and there was discussions of different things that AEW uh, and WWE were doing in the Midwest. And this is someone who's done advertising and has, and has sold advertising to one of those companies. I won't say which one. And I said, what is the missing thing that AEW has? And he says, it's not one missing thing. But he told me it was the streaming deal. And then I laid out, well, what about this HBO Max thing? They're involved with Warner. And he goes, the issue is AEW is not the type of brand that they would want on HBO Max. And he laid it out. It was a hard pill to swallow because I was like, why? You put boxing? I was like, boxing. They, is they all don't even these have print- boxing anymore. HBO don't even have, but, he, but he laid out the for, idea for, of like if they, had, if, they had, if they had a sport, it would be something closer to UFC or it would be something closer to like that. That's like a live. That's the problem, like, though. That's I, the problem because I, I, ABC I know, I already know. has a, a UFC, so they need some type of yes. a, of a sports platform, and AEW can be that sports platform. But I then still, he says that's why they're going with soccer because it has a diehard audience. You already know they're but that's there. A global, but that's more it's of a, a global, global thing. thing. That's not going to be a domestic thing. I agree, but it's that stink that's on wrestling all the time. That oh, it's just wrestling until it puts up these big numbers and people go like, oh wow, oh, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm the saying they have heard. enough money. The cons have enough money. They could just develop their own sure. freaking app too. I mean, yeah. WWE. Network and then was... and then it just gets. Then Warner comes to you in the next TV deal and says, okay, we're going <laughs> right. to buy that too. Come on, because uh, exactly. WWE Network was so much better than what they do on Peacock. Uh, the, the searching for Peacock, the, the way they labeled the seasons is crap. Yeah. Uh, it's just overall, it's crap. Plus, once they went to Peacock, a lot of the uh, a lot of the original content went away. Things like Camp WWE was were, was really entertaining. Oh, that was was, so good. That was yeah, so good. Uh, Edge, that. the yeah. the Edge and Christian show was awesome. Uh, you know, of course, that Table totally for Three reeks of awesomeness. Yes. Yeah, and and Table for Three finally is coming back, but that was another good show too. And a lot of that disappeared when they went to Peacock. So you know, I agree, I agree. And the, but then you see how many more people are getting access to it through Peacock. You know, because yeah. it casts such a wider net. And people I, who I just normally wish... wouldn't see a WrestleMania see it on Peacock. Like, oh, I want to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. I haven't watched. WrestleMania. I don't know. It's just a stand. Well, a, yeah, that's for the casual fan. For the hardcore fan, they but want to stand. That's WWE. That's a, a casual alone. fan is a wrestling fan. You know what well, I mean? A lot of people. Uh, I, I don't stand- watch football all the time, but if I watch uh, the Super Bowl, am I not? A, a lot of people fan? want a standalone app where they can access classic content Everything. right there. Yeah. And and Peacock, it's not set up well to do that at all. Quick shout out here to uh, to all my boxing heads over here that uh, they usually watch with us every single day: David Barkley, Ricky Castillo. Yes, I did watch the Canelo fight this past weekend against Bivol. Canelo did get his ass whooped. He did get outboxed. Uh, that Ouch. happens from time to time. Uh, but and, and and not not that I want don't want to put any excuses, but this is going to sound like an excuse. Okay, this was not this was not Canelo's weight class. He was a lot slower. He did not go well up against Bivol. So his quest you take to be the, the fight. You got to fight middle. the fight. You take the I know, fight. You got to fight know, the fight. I know. I'm just saying that's not his natural weight class. Therefore, Canelo was not. 
he didn't work well. So, but he did get his ass whooped. So, uh, congratulations to Bivol. Uh, so, sorry, last uh, loss for uh, Canelo. I uh, do want to add Cody Rhodes versus uh, Theory tonight for the United States Championship. We touched on that earlier. Uh, who do you guys think is going to win? Let us know in the chat. In that, that is coming up tonight on Money at Raw. Vince Russo will be with us live, and Dr. Bro. Chris Featherstone. That'll be uh, live on our channels. Uh, bro, uh, that'll be on tonight after Monday at Raw, and we have that every single week. Uh, let's get into our final story of the day here. Jeremy, you are well into the world of video games. WWE has made the complete transition to 2K22 with their uh, with their video game partner. It was a long wait to get this game. Uh, we did get a, a different game, kind of like a more of an arcade game in between. But, you know, 2K, 2K20 was, was not well received. 2K19, pretty strong. But there's something happening to people still playing those games, right? Yeah, this is a very surprising thing to come out. I, you know, a lot of people uh, will uh, leave the companies will use the excuse of uh, the usage, which I don't know. It, it's hard to tell because we don't have those numbers in front of us, but they have announced that the servers, the online servers for 2K19 and 2K20 will both be shut down on June 30th, so just a little over a month from now. Uh, In contrast, uh, I don't know how many Call of Duty games still have their servers up, and they are well into five, six, seven, eight years old. Uh, So it's weird, because you figure... There's got to be makes a call on something like this. What uh, the higher ups based on uh, is that? A, is that an EA? Is it? Is it? Is your who's who's your? I mean, uh, excuse me. Uh, who's your partner? Two K. Is that 2K, a two K yeah. call? Is yeah. A, okay. Yeah, it's a two K call. Uh, it's weird because uh, you know they'll claim nobody's playing it and it's a cost when it's actually in the grand scheme of things is not really that big of a cost. And that's why it shocks me because it's going to render a lot of things useless on games that are not that old. Uh, like I said, um, for example, like when EA would shut a server down, it would be seven, eight years before they would shut it down. One of these games is two years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The other one is three years old. Uh, it's very surprising. So it, it's is, very is that a sign of just maybe those games weren't successful? Well, 19 was successful. Yeah, I, I remember 19. The, uh, I, I knew plenty of people <clears throat> playing 19. Yeah, that was the Ric Flair edition. I mean, 20 sold. It just was crap, uh, but it, it sold. I don't know if anybody's playing 20, though. Uh, I bet you more people were probably playing 19 than there were 20. Um, but there are uh, there are a big part of the gaming audience that does not play every year, and so they stick to the old title and still play online with other people. And so it's it's odd to see uh, games that are only two and three years old from a major company get shut down because you don't see it that that quickly from a major company too often. Yeah, true. And it's, I, this, I don't put this on, uh, I don't put this on WWE, but it is your video game partner, which has done some things that <clears throat> people are just like, why or what? <laughs> okay, all right, you're going with that, you know? Yeah. But then there's other stuff they've done that are there's really cool. I think, you know, there's some, like the way they market the game, some of the, the yeah. story modes I've heard. Uh, 2K well, it, what's is, shitty about yeah. it is the fact that not not just you can't play your buddy online on these old games now. If, if you don't own the new game and you're playing the old game, you can't download a created wrestler going forward that sucks you, you can't especially update. if someone spent hours and hours and hours creating that so yep. that that's gonna suck but you know all, all this gaming talk is making me wonder like uh, whenever 
WWE enters into the metaverse, like, will you be able to like wrestle Roman Reigns one-on-one with a VR set? Like, are you going to be able to take that spear and feel it or be able to do the same to them? Like, I'm just wondering in my head here. Yeah. Like, and we got, we, we got good point. examples of what I was talking about in the chat, David with modern warfare too, which is, uh, uh sheesh. I can't remember when that came out. Cause, uh, it's gonna be at least 10, 10 years ago. It, right? it has to be like 10 years ago. Yeah, I think, I, it I think it was 08. I think it was 08. Longer, yeah, yeah, right around there. Yeah, long. oh, and, and, and Battlefield 4. And Battlefield Jeez. 4. Yeah, I think Modern Warfare 2 was a PS3 game and uh, Xbox 360. I, I want to think it was, uh, yeah, that's right. It, I used to play it on Xbox 360 back in the day. I mean, could it be something where they're honestly saying, like, hey, we don't feel like there's enough people on this to warrant keeping it up? I don't know because the sales were probably at least there for 19. So they're, but they're I'm just saying, is it just a game where people play it for a year and they're like kind of done with it? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't it, know, or is it? Or is it the fact that 2K20 just turned off so many people that they're just like, oh well, this game is just a lost yeah, cause. Yeah, we want to we want to get we want to get people away from this and get them on to the next. Yeah, because like, yeah, because I can't I can't think that the servers are completely dead for 19 at all. You know, I I, I, I just happens, man. I just we'll don't I don't see that coming. Uh geez, when did that freaking game come out? I can't find it. It's hard to find because uh, modern where uh, they revived the modern warfare franchise in this year's. Call of Duty title is Modern Warfare 2, that's I think. The, that's so. the big thing now in gaming is they're remastering. They're just remaking games from like 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, just, just like Hollywood. Yeah, what? they did it, They did it with the Tony Cockett. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to get like a Here Comes the Pain remastered or something like that. You know? <laughs> all, all ridiculous. 2007 was Modern War- Call of Duty 4. So, yeah, it was like 09 probably. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get SmackDown versus Raw 2007 remastered or something. Pro- probably <laughs> not, since they uh, th- that team's uh, let's doing get the very AEW. first SmackDown with the really boxy characters. So, so, when, when you took off the Rock's uh, elbow sleeve, it actually stayed off. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, those are the old N64 days, man. Uh, yeah, Rumble packs, baby, Rumble packs. <laughs> yeah, so oh nine, yeah. So I mean, it, it's just weird that they would uh, twenty. I understand. But at the same time, twenty sold well. But I can see that game. People... <laughs> it was yeah. that game, though. You know I can I mean? see where people quit playing it. But night, I can see people. I can still see a a good fan base playing nineteen still. Uh, so we got a lot going on here, uh, a lot coming out uh, in, in the weeks ahead here. If you haven't done so, subscribe. Subscribe to us on YouTube. We are making the march towards 30,000, over 29,000 subscribers on our YouTube. Uh, and if you are a subscriber on YouTube, make sure you have your notifications on so you know when we're dropping new content. Check out our side channel, Wrestle Binge, which is just about top fives and deep dives into specific topics and uh, long-form kind of more produced videos. Go check that out. We're dropping videos on that all the time. We have some cool ones. Jeremy just did one on the highs and lows of the great one, The Rock. Uh, I just did that AEW to WWE jumps video that we've been talking about and a whole lot more. Uh, And I do have to tell you, I did appear on one of the coolest comedy podcasts in the world, Doug Benson. You would know him from the movie Super High Me. He's been on Comedy Central. Uh, I just recorded an episode of Doug Loves Movies, which is up now. The link is on my Twitter, at mm. Kev Kellum. I will my be at Zany's Comedy Club this Saturday night. Yes. My newest Congratulations one is... on that. It was fun. Yeah, that's cool. It. it was good stuff. Yeah, uh, my newest yeah. one is five best kept WWE secrets. Can you give us number five? Can you give us number five? Edge at a 2020 Royal Rumble. So basically things the dirt sheets did not catch on to when they happen so i have I a story about that i can tell you guys off air cool love to hear it <laughs> remind me 
All right, guys, let's get out of here. Uh, let's get out of here once again. We'll be back tomorrow. Keep an eye on it, 5.30 Central, 6.30 in the East, as we will have your notifications popping with the latest wrestling news. If it breaks and we go live, you'll know about that too. All right? Subscribe to the channel, support the channels, and remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what? You must inhale, hold your breath, approximately five seconds exhale and enjoy wrestling Talk yeah to <laughs> watch out watch out watch out, watch out.